Hey everybody, welcome back to the Church of Harvest Family Ministries podcast. I'm here with my good friend and youth director, Jared Crowley. What's, What's up, going man? on? How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. Good. <laughs> Good. Hey, um, it's a really exciting season. You know, we uh, we had Easter, and that was all good. We're now in the month of May. Mm-hmm. Made it. You made it. Congratulations! You're almost halfway through 2023. That's crazy. Um, but we have a lot of really awesome stuff coming up. Uh, I'll take care of some just practicals on the front end, and then we'll kind of dive into some spaces. Uh, we just concluded our spring semester for our youth nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are our high school services for everyone that doesn't know. Um, we run three semesters a year with our high school kiddos. Um, we give them the month of May off because there's a bunch of graduations and Mother's Day and crazy stuff. And we kind of reset as a team. But just know we're going to come out swinging heavy in June and July. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell parents, like, don't make your kids come to youth um the only caveat that i have to that is make them come for a month Mm -hmm. sure you know if i can get them for a month and if they don't like it after that cool not their bag love you bye um but june is a really good month to make them go (laughs) (laughs) we we have a lot of things going on we're starting student leadership back up Mm -hmm. though uh, we're, that's called wildfire now that'll make more sense as we move forward um we have lti everything that is the vision of the fire yeah. um, it kind of starts there so we want to get you know the students on the ground that's in the semester systems as well uh, what that's going to look like practically is a, a Wednesday edition um, and then a longer Sunday experience mm-hmm. we have more space we can create more community with our high school kiddos um, in that we've got some really awesome things planned for that we also have um, so the semester it will run June and July um, for student leadership, that will run Wednesdays and Sundays. It'll be Wednesday evenings. Uh, and then and there'll be sign-ups for all that that'll come across your guys' board. The big idea, though, again, is just getting them together, creating community, having uh, moments, and mem- making memories, and then obviously just encountering the presence of God yeah. on Sunday nights with each other. Um, and then we have a bold conference in June. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the 20, 27th through the 29th. Uh, if you want more uh, info on that, just go to, uh, you can just Google Bold Conference Kansas City. It's uh, going to be here in Olathe. It's local. We don't do a youth camp. Um, this is a three-day conference that we are joining ourselves to. It does have a cost. Um, there is a sign-up on the website for that. And so we'll be making a big push for all of you guys that have been asking me about a youth camp. This is your shop. <laughs> Get your kids to Bold. It is a test run for the opportunity that we might have in the future to do a youth camp. Yeah. But that's youth camp doesn't happen if we can't pay for it, if we can't source volunteers for it, and if we don't have kids for it. Yeah. So get them to bold. That will encourage them to a youth camp that we will hopefully do in the future, but we all kind of got to go together. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then uh, obviously with our kiddos on the side of the elementary and preschool, we'll have VBS. VBS can be June 19th through the 22nd. We'll have a fun night on the 23rd. Um, and details of that will be rolling out uh, more and more. Uh, if you want to sign up to serve with us for that, we love to do that. That, that sign up is available online. Um, and then obviously we want to pack the house with as many kiddos as we can, tell them about Jesus, and just have a blast with those, those kids. And so 
that that's coming down the pike. You're going to start seeing signups. You're going to start seeing information for all of that. It's really great stuff. Um, we got a wild season coming up. It's going to be an ama- it's an amazing season. Yeah. Honestly, I have a lot of fun. But before we get to that, Jared, how was the last semester of youth for you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really good. I um, last time we were on this pod, <clears throat> I told you that like basically my goal was just to to get comfy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like to feel like it it really was something that I could like comfortably wear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As like as my own thing. Um, and so I'm really happy with where I'm at. Like I, I, I'm exactly where I wanted to be at this point, um, which is just that I, you know, I feel comfortable in that space. And I feel like I know the kids that come like consistently, you know, and that's a, that was a big thing for me. Cause I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm super bad with names just practically. <laughs> and like, and, and so I wasn't sure and I'm, I'm just bad at mem- remembering things too, like in general. And I know how big of a deal that was for me at that age and yeah. in, that, in, in that environment is like, you know, your initial kind of thought to, towards an adult coming up to you and just kind of like asking you questions about what you did at school or what your extracurriculars are, you know, my first reaction to that was never like, oh, this person really cares about me and wants to know, you know, my first reaction was always like, what are you trying to sell me on? Dude? Right. Like, you know, like. What it, are are you getting paid for this? Like, are you getting something on the on the back end from the ties or like what's happening? Yeah. Here? First of yeah. all, I love that you said that because so many people have this misconception, like that every kid is just like begging for some adult to intersect <laughs> their <laughs> life. And that look, parents, you teach your kids stranger danger. Yeah. They right. take that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> the, kids see things from a lens of like, what's your angle, bro? Like, yeah, it's their sure. skepticism for sure. Yeah. It's kind of the smart way to see things, but it takes time. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why like frequency in church attendance is a big deal. Yeah. Is because like and if I get an hour a week yeah. and your kid's like, you know, has a smart head on their shoulders and it's like what's your deal man it's gonna take me some time to you know build the door and the the walls of that kid's lives for sure yeah and i i mean like and to your point like that's something i i would rather it be that way than the opposite you know what i mean like it's i think it's like a a thing to value that they are that way and i always try and like talk about that situation with them in that context of like hey this is a good thing but like just know like i'm I'm here for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Like I'm here because I really just genuinely care about you. And I know what, I know what, as little as I was involved, you know, if you see kind of the big picture of things with youth group, um, it still had such a massive impact on my future and where I'm at now. Um, and so, you know, that's where I'm coming from you know, with these guys. You know what I mean? It's like, is I know that even if you just get involved a tiny bit, this could really set you up spiritually in like a lot of ways, whether it's directly through these relationships that you maintain, um, or whether it's with people that you're not even talking to right now that you're going to end up talking to in five years or just whatever it looks like. Even if you go across the, the country and you never attend Church of the Harvest, you know, after high school, it's like, I just, I know that there's, there's so many little blurbs from sermons or so many little conversations I had or, or so many moments in small group, you know what I mean, that just really stick with me and, and, and have impacted me. And so um, so I say all that to say I'm really comfortable and really confident that um, the, you know, the 20 to 25 to 30 that have been showing up really consistently um, were at that level with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 I know their names. I... <laughs> I don't know what school a lot of them go to, but, but <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. a whole mix. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I'm starting to. I, I I know their temperament. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to talk to them. 
um, what works like uh, kind of a basic level idea of like what works for them in terms of like what they're what they're there for and what they're getting out of it and so um, and I think they every time I open up to them especially these last couple of weeks I've really ended uh, my my messages by flashing my number on screen and being like hey just please send me your name and your um, and your number and, and what you like to do and let's just stay connected through this month um, and every time I deliver that you know maybe as a result of <laughs> some of the ways uh, numbers were handled when I was in youth group and, and what reaching out to people looked like um, and kind of some of the grosser sides of that pre-Royce. Uh, <laughs> I, changed, that clear. I changed a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, but but I, I think just maybe out of, a, I don't know if I would necessarily say insecurity, but just like an awareness of that, I, I make it really clear like, hey, this is not me just flashing this number up here so that I feel good about church attendance and I, you know, I'm going to bug you throughout the week. Um, and making sure that you're coming to youth group, blah, 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 and, and like, you know, making you come up with an excuse or anything like that. It's like, I really just, I, I want to stay connected with you, yeah. you know? And so it, every time I've, I've delivered that kind of impassioned speech, <laughs> it's gotten a really good response from the kids. And um, especially, you know, the, the younger ones, like the, the middle schoolers and, yeah. the, and the freshmen are really the ones that are... Um, the easiest to connect with because they don't have as strong a relationship with you or as as much of a expectation of how things should go and stuff like that and so uh but even with the older kids you know like i i just i really enjoy i've really enjoyed getting comfy with everybody in that room you yeah. know what i mean no yeah youth ministry is that way and you know it's i think we're in this space as a kind of like a culture um where you know, I think there's a growing recognition of the necessity of our spiritual development. Like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. when you think of, like, Johnson County, right. America, right? Like, I think more people are looking at, yeah, there's probably a lot to that side of mm -hmm. things. Um, because this is a really cool thing. So there's actually a part of your brain that's responsible for what they would call religious experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, and what they found is actually that, that if that part of your brain goes dormant or is unused for a long enough period of time, um, you'll actually attach that in the, that neural involvement onto other things. Mm. You'll attach it onto ideologies. Mm. You'll attach it onto uh, political stances. Mm. Um, so that, it doesn't go away. Um, you're, you're this, the drive for our spiritual development can't be... Uh, hushed mm. and so it'll find its voice somewhere sure. and I think you know that's something that the church and again you know like we can only influence what we can influence um, but we can influence what we can influence and it's like as the church we should have the language we should have the markers and the pointers to hey here's how you develop that in a healthy way sure and, you know, some of that does, it comes through relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why you mentioned, like, the church attendance thing. We've never really, well, I can't say we. I've never really been really big about, like, you know, teenage youth group attendance. Number yeah. one, there's so many of them that are involved in serving on Sunday mornings and they go to a service. We've always had a culture of going mm -hmm. um, because we understand we live in a society, like, in this part of the, the, the state, in this part of the county. Um, I, we have a very healthy lens of like, hey, this kid's going to have basketball games on every Sunday for like 
three months. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. How do we go to them? Yeah, sure. How do we meet with them? Um, you know, I've had more than one season where I was going to just as many, if not more kids than were coming. And it wasn't like that was a reality because we just had, you know, 20 to 30 kids. It was like, you know, we're constantly meeting students where they are to the level in which they'll allow us to, yeah. because it's, it's about the relationship. That's the right. bottom line. Right. Um, and so that being said, the consistency in the space creates the trust that's for sure. necessary for the relationship yeah. to form. And so that's not just true of like the older kiddos. Um, that's really, really true of the younger ones. Definitely. And especially if they're going to connotate or associate a place of spiritual development with something positive. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, it's got to have that at the younger levels because yeah. like there's few things more impossible than dropping a high school senior in my lap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just say like, Hey, form a relationship right. with this kid. Right. And it's like, you know, they're, lo they're like looking at their entire social structure. Like, yeah, what sure. am I ejecting from? Right. Like what's going to matter in four years? Because like, that's what I'm going to invest into yeah. because that's what smart 18 year old yeah, students sure. do. Right. Um, and so good on them for that. But if like, they don't, if they don't have like a strong conscious and subconscious connotation to church and it, that being a positive thing, like that's a huge hurdle to overcome. Yeah. So anyways, speaking of uh, maybe not so much hurdles to overcome, I wanted to talk about um, perspectives of change. Mm -hmm. So what has been your, like, your personal kind of way that you've navigated um, perceiving change and, you know, how that goes and how, how's that kind of evolved throughout your life? Yeah, so... When it comes to external change, right, like things kind of moving and shifting around me, like um, managers being shifted out at some of the coffee shops I worked at or whatever, um, I tend to kind of, hold on, <coughs> excuse me, I tend to kind of embrace it, um, not necessarily, you know, I think that like that's seen as like a really healthy, like positive thing, somebody that mm. can like embrace change and be positive with it. I don't know if the reasons why I embrace it are the healthiest, because like, <laughs> there is definitely a side of it that um, there's a part of me that is always kind of, um, you know, looking forward and saying, okay, there has to be something more than what I'm going through right now. You know, even if it's uh, an area of, of my life where I'm like super grateful, you know, and I can't yeah. even point to anything that's like a problem or needs to be fixed or whatever. I'm just always eager for things to move and things to shift because I just, I like the excitement. And I think maybe some of it comes down to, you know, we're, we're both really like passionate people. And so a huge currency of mine is like genuine motivation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I feel genuinely motivated and, and intrigued by something, like that's a, that's a really valuable thing to me because it's not something I can just 